Hi, welcome to Through a Handler's Eyes. I'm Jo Hilda and I'll be interviewing assistance dog handlers Australia-wide. We won't be discussing legalities or training methods, just the journey of the human and their dog. Hello, and today I welcome assistance dog handler Mark and his dog Buddy Junior. Um, Mark and Buddy are from Adelaide and they are owner trained. How are you today, Mark? I'm good, thank you, ma'am. How are you going? Very good. It's great to have you here. Thank um, you. It's great to be here. Uh, when did you get your first assistance dog? Um, uh, I had uh, my car accident in July 2017 and I got out of Hampstead Hospital Christmas time. So uh, I think it was about February I got a golden retriever puppy. And uh, then, yeah, he, that's when my journey started and uh, he got trained up to be my assistant dog. But, yeah, that um, like a few things happened and uh, we've, uh, his, long story short, his stomach ruptured and then, yeah, he ended up passing away. So I'm on to my second boy now training up and he's doing a great job. Oh, dear, I'm sorry to hear that. What made you decide to use an assistance dog? Well, I was actually, I was going through a, a hard time after the, my accident because of my brain injury and everything that happened to me and uh, being in hospital for so long. And I uh, ended up falling in rehab and I broke my kneecap. So going back into hospital um, brought on, I guess, a lot of memories. And then I started um waking up and thinking I'm in some other place and uh, I'm in hospital sorry but I'm actually awake and yeah. uh, my dog would get up in my face and buddy would like you know nose poke me and like ground me to the ground and like settle me down and then I'll just snap out of it so I, I let it go for a, a while and then um, probably about three four weeks and then it just got too much and then I said to the psychiatrist the rehab I, I told him what was going on and I said like you know I don't understand that like I'm actually awake but I'm in a different place like and I'm like freaking out and he he explained to me what PTSD is and um like obviously like buddy was helping me he, he was uh well he was he was like doing his job without being trained Snapping, yeah. he was snapping me out of it so I said yeah well you know if that, if he's going to help me that way then for sure so I did a lot of research and then yeah um uh yeah and that's where where my journey started and then just just as the as the year went on just things that he was like the things that he was picking up on and telling me before because of my brain injury like I don't I don't know I don't I don't see things happening to see things coming but yeah. and then like I'll for once like there was one time we were sitting at a table at my auntie's birthday party and I was like 70 odd people there and um I was head of the table because um I had buddies so that like we had to like be at the front there and all of a sudden he started crying. Like, first of all, he was getting up all the time and, like, nose touching me. And 
then he would turn around and like he ended up like because I wasn't listening to him he ended up like crying and I thought oh sugar he needs to go to the toilet so I said everyone I have to go outside for a little while and like let but like take buddy's jacket off and let him have some time maybe go toilet and just as I like I just got to the door and the sliding doors opened up and I ended up falling over and uh, like I was sick everywhere and yeah he was um telling me like I was having a panic attack or whatever um those things you call them that when you like all freak out so yeah um yeah I ended up when I got home I rang up the lady that assessed us at the time and I told her about it and she was like yeah well that just shows you don't you you got to start listening listening to him now like yeah. you, you got to realize you know if he tells you if he's if he's acting strange it's for a reason that's because if you know there's something going on with you so yeah that that just that really really opened up my eyes that did and that that got me that then I was hooked after that <laughs> yeah you realized he really was doing a job for you yeah yeah and like it wasn't like you know just having a dog by your side it was like holy hell like this dog knows knows me better than I know myself you know what I mean and it just it just made me that confident that yeah I ended up you know flying over to Queensland to do a dog training course and he just he he opened up the world to me like if he was by my if he was by my side I wasn't scared no more so that's excellent and so how did you where did you get buddy from i got a um buddy from a a breeder over in queensland um i didn't know her at the time but yeah i just rang around a lot like what what the reason was for a golden retriever is because i would come home on weekend leave and mum and dad had a golden retriever and i would have weekend leave so um nearly Every hour on the hour, she would come in and she would like, I would just feel this nose on my cheek. And then yeah. I'd look at her and say like, hey, girl. And then she would like wag a tail and walk off. And then an hour later, bang, she'd come in, do it again. Even though it was <laughs> awesome, even if it was cutting my sleep, messing up my sleeping pattern. But, yeah. <laughs> but she in, checking in, in on you. Yeah, she was checking in on me. And I said to mum and dad, like, because when I had my accident, I had a, a little staffy in the car with me. So that that made the headline of the news. And the staffy revi- survived and without a scratch and I'm fighting for my life type of thing. I said to mum and dad, like, when I get out of Hampstead, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a golden retriever. And then, yeah, I just rang around, like, so, it's so hard to get them. But I rang around, uh, like, dozen, oh, probably 30-odd breeders. And then, yeah, I ended up getting a chance with this one lady. And she, she actually, her daughter seen me on the news. And yeah. she turned around and she was like, holy hell, you're that man that, on that accident. I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, well, I've, I've got pick of the little male here that I was going to keep, but you're more than welcome to, to have him if you like. And I was like, oh, wow, well, I had to buy him. But, yeah, I was like, wow, thank you very much. So, yeah, that's what started me off for Golden Retrievers. So Yeah. And did you get Buddy Jr. from her as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I got... um. Buddy Jr. 
because uh, I was going to set up a breeding program, well, as I have, um, to breed and train and help people with disabilities through golden retrievers. Yeah. And um, Buddy Jr. was going to be um, my stud dog, but then um, Buddy passed away, so he ended up ha- having to take um, Buddy's role. But yeah, and, yeah he he's filled it. He's doing a he's doing a really really good job. We've we've had a couple really big moments now where you know like things have gone bad, and I've had to trust him, and he's like pulled through. So our our bond's thick thick now. So oh, that's really good. So how mm. did your your friends and family? I mean, you went through a really big change, didn't you, with your accident, and then you got your assistance dog sort of weeks later after you got out of hospital. How did your friends and family cope with you having a dog with you all the time? Yeah, they they were they were fine. Um, uh, it was a, it was questioned. Everyone questioned it at the start because I mean I was in Hampstead for what six months, yeah. and everyone questioned whether or not I'd be capable of like you know looking after a dog type of thing. And yeah, it ended up yeah uh, turning out that yeah it was like he was looking after me I was looking after him and it got got me so so interested in dogs and dog training in general that it's like yeah it set me on a path that is just just great like I like I live I live for my dogs now I live uh, and all I want to do is just if I help at least you know as many people as I can a year I'll, I'll be happy yeah. but it's got to be it's got to be at least two or three people a year like then then I'll be I'll be you know that that's my way of putting putting back into the into the community and into the world yeah and you're also coming from a place of knowledge you know what a huge difference our dogs make to us you know mm. you well, I've know actually, firsthand mm, well I've actually had a I won't mention their names but I've had um two assistant dog companies now actually approached me and asked if I wanted to join, like join force with them because they said that you're an awesome trainer, but you've got one thing more than what any of us have got. And that's like, you know, obviously like all my injuries and my brain injury. And they said, you, you firsthand know what it's like, what a dog can actually do for you. Like we, we just train them for a task and place them but you actually like in your heart you know what that dog's going to do for that person and that that's something that's special and none of us have got yeah I I'm with you there it's um and you go down that dog training rabbit hole and you know (laughs) you're down Mm. there for a long time because it leads you off in all sorts of ways doesn't it when you oh yeah there's yeah no, every day, every day you learn, you learn. I mean, I was told, I forget who told me, but the one person, one trainer that I admire, that he turned around and said to me that the day that you say that you know everything about dog training is the day that you got to retire because Absolutely. every, dog's, every yeah. dog's different. There's always a new method that's come up and with like technology like, yeah, like evolu- with, you know, evolution yeah and with research you find out so much like they're doing experiments of all sorts all the time and you learn new things all the time 
Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, like their sense of smell, you know, like you know, thousands, ten million, like thousands and thousands stronger than ours. They've got a frontal lobe that processes it before it goes to the brain. They can smell sense out of in out of each two cents at one time through in yeah. each individual nostril you know like it's dogs are just they're, they're just way underrated like i uh-huh. mean why give it 10 years time when the researchers start to really see what what a dog can actually do like they're gonna like they're gonna it's not they're not gonna be like a a dog, like a pet dog that you can put out in the backyard anymore. Like no. then they're going to have big. I mean, ones that look at the ones that in America, the team that can sniff out cancer um, before yeah. we can even find out that we've got it and stuff. You know what I mean? Like how amazing yeah. is that? It's wonderful, isn't it? If uh, you could give someone else a piece of advice that you wished you'd had at the beginning of your journey, what would that be? A piece of advice, my advice was my hardest bit has been finding the right person to steer me in the right direction. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? And so basically what I've had to do, I've like learnt more off of myself and off of my dog. Yeah. And so it's more like slow down and like learn learn all about dog body language learn about how how you know like how their tail stands how their head stands their ears like learn learn about how how that like learn learn to read to read your dog how he's feeling and what he's trying to say to you and then that way then you can start communicating you communicate with each other and you become a real strong team really quick yeah that's right that's right What's the best part about having Buddy Junior? Just know that I mean, just know that he's like got my back, and if anything, anything ever goes wrong, like I mean, you know, sometimes I get overwhelmed, and you know, I've only just got my license back, and then you know, if I go out, and you know, all of a sudden there's some huge car party, little people everywhere, and you know, all I've got to say to him is, you know, find find a car for me, mate. And bang, like he'll, he, you see his nose just go up in the air, and you just see him like you give him, I reckon, thirty seconds to a minute, and then bang, he hits the scent, and bang, he's off. And yeah. also as well, he he actually blocks me from cars. If yeah. I get excited and I go to walk in front of a car, he'll actually, and I I haven't in, trained this in him, or I'm, I might have marked the behaviour here and there, like, but I haven't actually put in for proofing it. But he he's blocked me three times so far of where I could have like stepped in front of a car and got hit. He actually wow. he actually did it last week in Queensland in the car park so when I was putting a trolley away. He saved your life. Mm, yeah, yeah, maybe, and, yeah, for sure. And apart from trying to get the information you need, what has been your biggest challenge? The biggest, I mean, the biggest challenge is, uh, I guess, because people find out about or they know about my injury, and uh, they they doubt me. They don't they don't think like you know I can do what I can do with a dog, and yeah. until and I've got to I've got to show them and I've got to prove them wrong type of thing. Um, like show them that I you know I do understand dogs. I do yeah. you know I. Yes, I am learning, but 
you know, like I I am capable. Yeah, I get that 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 has been my my biggest challenge really is like other people. But now I'm starting to learn that, you know, I mean, it's just me, it's just me and him and I've got to sit back and, you know, just enjoy it type of thing. Absolutely. And, and like, you know, live a, live a life and live a, a happy life and just know that, you know, he's there to protect me. I'm there to protect him. And, you know, like, I mean, I can practice like all my all the training like on him and the pups and everything and just like you know do some like climbing ladders and taking off your socks and answering the door to the doorbell yeah. and turning off the lights for you and I'm actually I know this is joking around but uh well people say it's joking around but I'm actually like 80% going to give it a go in my mind at the moment but I'm going to put knobs on my steering wheel and I'm actually going <laughs> I want to <laughs> I want to teach my dog how to drive a car even if it's just down the driveway I want to teach him to drive down uh, down the driveway and well, people laugh and then yeah yeah well after they after they like when I come back from the Queensland course last week, the one of the head trainers I sent turned around and said to her about it, and she she just laughed. And I said, "What? Don't you believe me?" And she said, "No, I I actually I know that you're going to be on YouTube soon with your dog bloody driving down the road." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to try and teach mine to talk, so that'll be fun. We've all got oh, projects, haven't we? That, Using buttons. that's the way. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, well, on that note, I might say goodbye. Thank you so much for chatting with me. No worries. Um, And good luck with your training and your teaching Buddy Junior to drive. I'll be looking out on YouTube for that. (laughs) No worries, ma'am. Pleasure to speak to you. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've got any questions or you would like to be a guest, email me at eyes at gmail.com. Bye.